Hey, what's up with it, King? What's up with it, Queen? You already know who it is. It's your big bro, DeMont Pope, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose Over Pointless Excuses. Yeah, yeah, I already know. My job is to inspire, right? My job is to motivate. My job is to educate and ultimately empower. But listen, I bring you very special guests every week. And guess what? They do the same thing. So this week, we don't stop. We're going to continue adding value on top of value on top of value. Y'all know how I do it. But look, if you haven't already, I need you to hit the subscribe button right yeah i need you to hit that notification bell so you know when we dropping new content and content and i got new guests also i need you to type some comments man like it share it do what you got to do to let everybody know what's going on over here on the king speaks podcast but look without further delay right without any more wasted time i want to present to some and introduce to others my very special guest mr kenneth allen thomas also known as kenny clutch yeah What's up, kid? What's going on, man? What's going on? Man, I'm good, bro. First of all, I want to thank you, bro, because you got a lot of things going on, man. When I met you last year, you was moving full speed. This year, it's accelerated. So I just want to thank you, bro, for taking time to grace us with your presence, bro. Hey, man. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me on. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited to to, to be on here, excited to tap into your audience, give them what it is that they need. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. That's it. That's it. Without further delay, King, let's write off into it. Let's speak to him. Yeah, man. So yeah, go ahead, sure. man, and let everybody know, because I know you, right? Yeah, but I want yeah. everybody to know you, right? So yeah, go yeah. ahead and let us know, right, who exactly is Kenneth Thomas, right? Or Kenny Klutz, right? And what exactly yeah. is it that you do, King? Speak. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So first and foremost, to the audience out there, for those that don't know me, uh, Kenneth Allen Thomas, also known as Kenny Clutch. Clutch stands for Creatively Linking Upon the Culture of Hip Hop. Um, so that is like, you know, kind of a little acronym that I came up with, uh, years ago. I was always known as coming in the clutch, um, for someone or something, whatever the case may be. But, uh, I am a dancer by trade, but first and foremost, I'm a man of God. I'm a husband. I'm a father of four with one on the way. Um, so that's awesome. Um, and also now a leadership coach and inspirational keynote speaker. Uh, so a little bit more about me. 20 years ago, got into the dance game. Uh, I'm a dancer by trade. That's kind of like how I got the nickname, uh, the dancing dad over the internet, which I'm sure we'll tap into a little bit. Oh, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, my, my claim to, I guess, fame or popularity on, on the internet came from uh, my youngest son right now, Christian, who was born with Down syndrome. Um, he was born with Down syndrome in 2017. Down syndrome basically means you have trisomy 21. Uh, that basically means that, you know, the 21st chromosome has three copies of the same gene. You normally get 23 from mom, 23 from dad, but Christian has 47 chromosomes instead of 46 chromosomes. So he has an extra chromosome in his body, which makes him extra awesome, extraordinary, you know what I'm saying, and all that good stuff. Um, and then about 14 months into his life, Christian was diagnosed with leukemia. AMKL. He was actually born with a rare blood disorder that led to leukemia 14 months in. And uh, that's where everything kind of like shifted and changed for us. Um, at that time, I was uh, speaking, I mean, I was I was teaching dance uh, at my own dance studio. I had my own business called the Level Dance Complex at the time here in New Jersey and um, was doing it. I was I was providing for my community. We had well over uh, 70 students in our in our facility and we was we was giving them that work. We was giving them that real hip hop. He was giving them that real street dance, but also providing positive, positive value into their lives at the time. All that came crashing down when my son got sick. Priorities had to take over. And, um, you know, from there, 
I just started like zoning in with my son and dancing for him every single day in the hospital. And from there, we just started taking off. Come on, man. So, so I want to spend a little bit of time right here, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, because you, you, you talked about that, that name coined the dancing dad, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, which pretty much catapulted you, um, into the social media or the internet, um, yeah. in my opinion, stardom, man, because you, mm -hmm. you went viral and not just once, but you went viral and went and kept going. <laughs> you know yeah, I saying? keep going viral. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you continuously yeah. doing it, bro. And, yeah. and, and, Let's talk about let's talk about Christian, man. So 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 when you got the diagnosis right uh, from the docs and I like how you put it right, because you just said that we're supposed we get 23 uh, from our dad, 23 from my mom. But you said uh, Christian instead of 46, he got 47. So he got a little more extra to make him a extra. little more dynamic, to make him a little more special. That's and I right. be watching him and I be seeing him and he truly <laughs> is indeed extra yeah. special extra yeah. loving it's like you make my heart melt man every time i see y'all together specifically yeah. when y'all doing the dance thing bro and that's mm -hmm. what caught my attention man because every time i see you and you're interacting bro it's like you keep that level up here so i want to ask you this right like i want to just dive into it like first of all when you said that shift took place right mm -hmm. when things changed when he got that diagnosis and you were running the studio and you was bringing that real hip hop you was teaching then you mm -hmm. had like 70 something students right mm -hmm. what I want to know is when that shift took place mm -hmm. like how did you know because I'm mm -hmm. assuming Christian was the motivation for yeah. you shifting from 100 yeah. percent dance which is your mm -hmm. trade Mm -hmm. into your calling into your yeah. purpose which yeah. is taking what you are experiencing and you use that thing bro and you bring inspiration you bring power right mm -hmm. to the whole world like i've been on your platform the right. shift house and i right. see what you do i've been a part of what you do so mm -hmm. could it be said i'm gonna i'm gonna back up and ask you after this question how long you've been doing it but mm -hmm. is it possible that Christian was that inspiration, that motivation that caused you to 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 catapult into your purpose? Yeah, it was a multitude of things. Mm. Um, it was a multitude of things. Christian was the spark. Okay. Right. Christian was the spark of it all from from the very beginning. Uh, let me back up and, and tell you this. This is how it, it, it kind of went down. And this is what mm. I want everybody uh, to get as well, too. So during during this time. Um, Christian was getting blood work done every, you know, like at least three times a week, mm. right? Um, three times a week, just to make sure that his blood was good because he was low. He was born with a low platelet count. Okay. For those that don't know what platelets are, those are the blood cells that, that clot your blood. And in the case that you get a paper cut and stuff like that, blood cells rush to, to, to that, that finger or wherever it's at to the cut to stop the, uh, the blood from actually continuously bleeding out. Right. Mm. Christian was born with around 10 to 15,000 platelets. The mom, me and you, bro, we probably got like hundreds of thousands of platelets in our system right now. You know what I'm saying? So that's how low it really was. And that's how the leukemia was going to be able to, to form. So he spent 10 days in the hospital, um, you know, uh, making sure that his platelets can get up to a certain level where the do doctors felt comfortable enough where they were going to continuously mutate, right? Yeah. When Christian was diagnosed with leukemia, this is a day where me and my wife, we were taking our kids out. Uh, we would say, all right, cool. We're going to go to this doctor's appointment over at CHOP because his hematologist saw something in his blood, wanted to, wanted to get a second opinion. So we say, well, all right, cool. It's probably going to be the same thing. Get his blood work done. Everything checked out. It became kind of like our new normal where he's getting his blood work done, you know, every couple of days. It was, it was just how we lived. Yeah. And I was going to take my kids over to Dave and Buster's over in Philly. And we were going to have a good time. 
after we after we uh, got him checked at, at the hospital, you know, uh, what normally takes about 45 minutes uh, turned into two hours. Um, two hours turned into three hours. And then on that third hour, the doctor comes in and says, listen, we got to rush your son down to the emergency room right now and we got to do surgery on him. We're like, wait, what's going on? What's happening? Well, your son has AMKL leukemia. And I'm like, what? Like, explain. So basically saying that his, his, his platelets are low. His platelets are, are, are under a, a certain way and it's mutated into leukemia, which is cancer, which is going to, you know, can affect him, you know, uh, you know, immediately. So we don't know how long he had the cancer or anything like that. Right. Christian was going through different spells of fevers at the time. So, um, you know, what we did was at that moment, we said, all right, cool. If this is what we got to do. This is what we got to do. Here's what I want everybody to catch. People will oftentimes ask, you know, what was the shift and how the shift happened and what was it? The beginning of the shift was me learning to remove myself to improve myself. Mm, speak, King. Okay. That mm. was the beginning of run the shift. Run that back. Re wait, wait, run that back. You yeah, got to run yeah. that back. Yeah. So the beginning of my shift was learning how to remove myself to improve myself. Now, here's what I mean. Here's what I want everybody to catch. Most times you have people that when you hear the words cancer, you, you associate it with death, right? You, you hear cancer or you hear something tragic happen to my loved one. You, you associate it with the most negative thing possible, right? Inside your mind. And this is what's so important. We have to learn how to remain sober-minded when situations like those come in, right? Remaining sober-minded, you know, extracts us from being emotional and making emotional decisions as leaders to that will affect our family, affect the people that we're leading, affect our community. So we have to understand how to learn how to remain sober-minded. So what I did was I removed myself from the room. I left the room. I left the room to go pray to my God. I left the room to go get instructions because a real leader, a real leader will make sure that they get the right instructions to lead the people that he's leading, right? Speaking. You could talk to, Mo you could talk to Moses. You could talk to, you could talk to Abraham. You could talk to anybody or whatever from a biblical standpoint and understand that, yo, I get my instructions from above, yeah. right? So my family at this time, uh, you know, I heard God say these words. This is, this is all part of answering your question with the shift yeah. was he said, set the atmosphere. Set the atmosphere for anybody right now that's going through something, for anybody out there right now that's going through a rough time, right? Anybody, I don't care if you're a father, a mother, you a teenager and you're going through whatever it is that you, you're going through. Maybe it's mental health issues. Maybe it's a relationship issue. Maybe it's financial issues. Maybe it's, you know, uh, uh, you're, you're having limiting beliefs on yourself. You got to set the atmosphere, okay? You got to set the atmosphere. You got to set everything in place and set everything in motion. Here's what we did. I don't care if you're a nurse, a doctor, a tech. I don't care if you're a tarantula, bro. Straight up. You come into this room, you got to have a positive mindset. You got to have a positive attitude. I don't care what you're going on through personally. We're talking about my son and we're talking about his life right now. You oh, enter this room, that means you're part of this team, right? So that means we all got to be on the same page. Everything has to be aligned. When everything is, is, is not in alignment, right? We, we, it, there's, there's this dysfunction, there's chaos, there's everything is all over the place. You look at the, the best teams that have won the Super Bowl, right? They win with alignment and assignment, right? They know their alignment Come and they on, know their man. assignment at yeah. the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So alignment and assignment. If anybody that is coming into your life, you got to vet them. You got to check them. You got to check the fruit. If they don't align with what it is that you're doing, then they don't belong. And we've had those, we'll get into that, but we've had those instances. So the shift that we're talking about here 
came from a me remaining sober minded and uh, learning to remove myself to improve myself. But that came over over a course of experiences mm. that I had through life, you know, knowing that this moment I've been ready for mm. this this moment. This moment ain't nothing. This moment we already won the fight before it even started. Like, mm-hmm. I already knew that we won. I oftentimes say when we change the mind, we change the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not you, we. Not when you change the mind, you change the game. When we change the mind, we change the game. It's a collaborative effort. It's a collaborative effort. So the shift really happened at that moment when my son uh, was diagnosed. And we, we ended up going into the hospital room. And uh, going from there, I started using my gift to make the shift inside which is my gift of dance and leadership dance for my son every day in the hospital my goodness bro like this is good like hey like i don't know if y'all can see but i got chills on my arm right now like i want y'all to see this i want y'all to know like 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 there's a difference right gifting talented all those are one separate entities right but it's something about the anointing and 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 like i'm i'm completely going off script right now off off plan because something like shift has taken place a shift has taken place on this interview and 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 I want the viewers and I want the listeners to know to be aware because you said something key you said mm-hmm. something key you said you removed yourself mm-hmm. like you led by example you removed mm-hmm. yourself in an effort to set the atmosphere and you said that shift took mm-hmm. place once you removed yourself to get properly yes. aligned vertically Right. You aligned yourself vertically with our creator. Right. With God. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Whatever other people want to call it. Right. Like we call him God. Right. right? We we know him through Jesus Christ. Right. Right. So when you got your 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 vertical connection. Right. Then Mm -hmm. you were able to transmit what you got from him. You were able to transmit that horizontally to those who were in the presence. And you said, look, if, if your heart ain't right, if your mind ain't right, if the attitude ain't right, you can't even come in this atmosphere because there's a mm-hmm. shift that took place. You said, this is my son we're dealing with right now. And I ain't playing no games about it. And right. the reason why I think I got chills, Clutch, mm-hmm. is because I'm about to reveal something to you, bro, that I don't talk about often, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I've really dealt with it, bro, because I, mm-hmm. I, I haven't really gone through the process. I've kind of compartmentalized it and try to keep moving. But listen, bro, this is 2022, right? Mm -hmm. 12 years ago, I lost a son, Mm -hmm. right? My son took his last breath in my hands. Mm -hmm. Clutch, like they took him off the life support and I held my man. And my man took his last breath in my Mm -hmm. arms. Mm-hmm. And I avoid these situations, bro. To I, I try not to talk about it because I don't want to pull up these emotions. But sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes somebody needs to know when they're no. going through the worst situation, man. They got to know that mm-hmm. there is a God. There That's is right. a God who is able to fill you up. And Come when on. he fill you up, you can fill up the people around you. And listen, Clutch, this is what yeah. I did. I removed myself from the room. When the doctors were talking about my little man and talking about his brain, right, Mm -hmm. being dead and there was no function and he couldn't respond to things, Mm -hmm. I had to remove myself from the situation, Ken. Mm -hmm. I removed myself, bro, to Mm -hmm. get that vertical connection right because I I couldn't hear that. I couldn't process that Mm -hmm. in my flesh. So Mm -hmm. I had to remove myself, get into a location by myself where I can talk to my heavenly father and get that vertical communication right, right? Mm -hmm. That, 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 that vertical line of communication. And then I did the same thing you did, bro. That's why it it, it hit me the way it did, bro. And Mm -hmm. kind of rocked my world because 
I told everybody you were not allowed in the room if you had doubt. You were not allowed in the room if you were coming to spectate and just look and, and, and see the condition that my boy was in. Like you were not allowed in the room. Family members, right? Took it personal. It wasn't personal. It was spiritual business. It was mm. spiritual business. So, so, so yeah. I commend you, bro. Like yeah. you come on here and this ain't even the shift house, but you done right. shifted right. The entire atmosphere on. on this podcast, bro. And I'm here for all of it. Let me That's ask right. you this. Talk I got to dive deeper, right? Mm-hmm. So when you made that shift mm-hmm. from, from, from today, right mm-hmm. on this podcast, how long, like how long have you been right on this purpose, on this mm. road, right? Since yeah. that shift, how how much time has gone by? Talk about since, it. Since uh, since day seven in the hospital, mm. since wow. day number seven, I documented the days mm-hmm. um, from day one all the way to day one hundred and forty nine. Mm. Right, I documented the days, and on this path, on this journey, here's what really kicked it into high gear. I was under the mindset still in the hospital, still in this mindset of, all right, when we get out of here, the studio is going to be awesome. We're going to get the studio back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to where, where we need to be because what I, I was, I was working six days a week in the studio and we pushed it down to two. Mm-hmm. So I'm still in the studio mindset of dance, 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 dance. That's because that's what I do for a living. Yeah. But God was like, nah, we're going to shift that. There's a time where, Kenny, you're going to have to trade in your career for your calling, right? And I said, wow, like, Mm. what do you mean? There was a moment where as I'm dancing, um, one of our videos had went viral. And uh, there was a guy that hit me up in in the comments and said, wow, if you didn't post this, if you didn't attach the message in the caption to it, then I was going to check out. Mm. That's when it hit me, Demont. That's when it hit me and said, That's heavy. God is saying, I don't want you dancing on this stage anymore. Why dance on a stage with, you know, a couple thousand people when I can give you platforms that will go around the world? Mm. And I said, wow, like, Okay, okay, so 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 stop stop living in this bubble because I created you for much greater than this, right? Remember, remember, he said you will do greater things than I, right? Yeah, for those yeah, who believe, right? Yeah. So at this point, I started shifting my mindset even more. Yo, this moment right now with my son is helping other people around the world. How can you can you can you can you give people, you know, enough of you, even though you're going through a trying situation right now? Can you give people enough of you, mm-hmm. you know, even though you are going through the worst time in your life right now? Are you still going to serve even though right now you feel like you're going to pass? You know, you feel like you're going to die. You know, you feel like it's about to be over. Can you Sweet. still go out and serve? That right there is the true test of a leader. That right there is the true test of someone willing to serve. Because oftentimes we sit here and we get impatient with the process. Mm-hmm. We get impatient and we want and we want and we want. But the reality is inside your impatience, you should transition that to waiting. And what mm-hmm. I mean by waiting, I mean serving. 
I don't mean just sitting, I mean serving. You go to a restaurant, you get served. That waiter or waitress is waiting on you. What do you want? What do you need? What can I give you? What can I get you right now? Do you need more? What else? Is everything okay? Are you willing to serve at the end of the day? And that was the challenge for me. Am I willing to serve throughout this time, right? Or am I going to shut everybody out and say, no, I just need to be with my son? No, 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 no. See, people get it wrong. They sit there and say that you only live once, but that's a lie. You only die once, but you live every day. Oh, bro, wait. Bro, this is hot. It's hot. I got the chills again. You got my eyes watering a little bit because my allergies, and I don't even have allergies, right? Mm -hmm. Run that back again, bro. Said you, 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 people always say that you only live once. We have a YOLO type of mindset. But the reality is that's a lie that people have told you all your life. You don't live once, you die once, you live every day. Mm, my God. Right? You live every day. I'm 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 38. Excuse you know what me. I mean? I got thousands of days under my belt. That's thousands of days of living. Same here's and, and I just feel the, I just feel the spirit. Just, let me just get it some real quick. Listen, here's what y'all, here's what y'all gotta understand, yo. We take advantage of the breath of life that we have mm-hmm. because subconsciously we know that it's always there. But one day it's not going to be there. Mm, the on, average man. person breathes at least 23,000 times just in one day. So you got to be careful and you got to start counting your blessings for real, for real. I said the average person breathes at least 23,000 times just in one day. Scientifically, look it up. Google that, y'all. Right? 23,000. Now you take 23,000 by how many days that you've been living. And that's how many days God has been blessing you in just one area of your life. And you don't even say thank you. Mm. Right? Mm. And, and, here's, and here's my thing. At that moment in the time with my son, I had to say thank you every single day. I had to say thank you for the platform. And I had to say thank you, God, for the opportunity to overcome something. You trust me with this. You trust me with this challenge. You trust me to help my wife that's going through mental health and everything issues right now because she's depressed at the fact that she got to be in the hospital with our son every day. You trust me with the fact that I got to, that, that, that my kids and everything right now are sleeping on the air mattress at their grandmother's house the entire summer and their whole summer is shot because there's, because their brother is, is fighting cancer and fighting for his life right now. You trust me with that, right? Mm. Thank you for the opportunity. Give me all the smoke. I want oh, all, give me mm. all the smoke because guess what? I know that you, 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 you birthed me for a reason. You created me for a reason. For a reason. There's only one Kenneth Allen Thomas. Yeah. yeah. There's only one. You put my fingerprint anywhere, they're going to identify it to me, not nobody else. Come on, King. Come on, King. You know? Listen, 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 man. Sometimes, man, guests come on here and y'all literally shake the room, right? Mm-hmm. Shake the foundation like an earthquake. Right. Like, right. like, 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 this is literally shifted, right? Yeah. No pun intended from yeah. an interview to an intervention. Yes. Right, this, this shifted from an interview. Like, don't miss this. This mm-hmm. is an intervention because mm-hmm. you were sent here on this platform to speak right. to somebody and somebody. you're speaking something that I couldn't speak to them because they had to hear it from you because right. of where you are in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Ken, yeah. you talked Man. about something. You talked about your other children and That's the right. impact that mm-hmm. what Christian was experiencing and, and, and what he's dealing with You talked about how that impacted them and it hit me like a brick. Again, those chills went down my arm all. I felt them everywhere because I recently had a conversation with my oldest daughter who's 12 Mm. and she'll be 13 next month. 
Mm. And the conversation brought her to tears again, because we don't, I don't talk a lot about DeMonte, right? Mm. That's my son that passed away, right? I don't Mm. talk a lot about him uh, because it's a difficult situation every time. And we had to have a conversation. Um, Mm. And my daughter was emotional. And Mm. she revealed the fact that, like, there isn't many days that go by, if any, that she don't think about her brother, Mm. right? Um, because she was, she's my second born. He was literally my third born. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that it, 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 he was her little brother. Right. Mm-hmm. And then my oldest son, same with him. Right. So for them to grow up and, and go through those motions, like you described, right. About being disconnected, uh, from the family unit, bro. Uh, because their mom and I were constantly in the hospital. Like we were there like every day, for yeah. a period of about maybe six weeks straight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, before uh, the day where God decided that, you know what, I'm going to take my angel back with me, right? So right, so right. that impact that it had on your other children, that's what people don't understand. They don't understand and, that. And, and you champion that situation, bro. And, and, and being a father, being a leader, we're talking about leadership. We're mm-hmm. talking about you, bro, having to be in the right mindset so that yeah. you can continue to do what was necessary for you to do like that's selfless bro like like your son is dealing with what he's dealing with your family's dealing with what they're dealing with your your wife is dealing with the mental depression because of what she's dealing with and experiencing but you still had to make a conscious decision Mm -hmm. to pursue your purpose right right. over every excuse you pursue purpose why because you knew that you couldn't just lock into a shell and just be focused right there with christian because you Mm -hmm. knew the rest of the world needed you, man. And that speaks to the question that I was going to ask, but you've already answered it, right? It was speaking to how what you do impacts and add value to others. It it gives life, bro. Like you, you literally give life. You, you are an atmosphere shifter. That's Mm -hmm. what you do. Mm -hmm. And, And it's evident. I'm sure everybody can see that this is organic. This is real. This ain't made up. This ain't scripted. Like this is really happening right yeah. here in front of their eyes, bro. So I right. want to ask you this mm-hmm. because you talked about challenge. Mm-hmm. And since we're on that adversity is a part of life. It's a part of growth. It's a part Absolutely. of this word purpose. Right. Mm. So, so, so talk to me right quick. Right. Well, not me speak to the audience, right? Mm-hmm. Speak mm-hmm. to them about that challenge, that adversity. Mm-hmm. Usually I would ask you, what is a challenge that you're facing right now? But it's yeah. clear, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what I want to ask you is how, how are you handling it today, right now? Right. Mm-hmm. So that they know that when you make it through something, you only getting promoted to go th- grow through something else. So let yeah. them know how you're dealing with it in present day clutch. Absolutely. Self. Mm. I'm going to be clear on that self. Okay, and I'll explain what that means. Spouse, kids, work, family, and friends. Mm. Okay, it's a priority thing. Yeah. So, 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 oftentimes, I'll I'll do a I'll do a coaching call with a client, and I'll or, or I'll go to a group and I speak, yeah. and I ask them about their well being, right? And oftentimes. When you give them those five words, you'll find that most people will put self, number three, number four, sometimes number five. Yeah. I want to put everybody else before me. You want to, I want to be self, I want to be selfless, but in reality, you're being selfish. I'm guilty, That's, bro. Oh, I'm guilty. You're being selfish, mm-hmm. right? You're being selfish because you, you're in, in, in a sense of, you know, you're doing everything else for everybody else, but, but other than you. 
Come on. Right. So how can how can a DeMont, right, mm-hmm. be at a position where, okay, if I put everybody else up on the rankings and something happens to me and I fall, who's gonna catch me? Mm-hmm. Right? Who's who gonna catch me? You know what I'm saying? Uh uh uh, you know, um we we got we got a homie that's that's part of that's part of the that's part of the fam, you know what I'm saying? That that works um in in, in the airport, mm-hmm. right? Or works for for, for the airlines. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My man Moss, you know, Moss oh, works yeah, for the airport, sure. air, air, oh, yeah. works for the airlines. Bro, yep. And, and 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 I'm pretty sure Moss would tell you to everybody that's a passenger that if in the event that something happens with the plane, when this mm-hmm. mask comes down, right? You put mm-hmm. your mask on first and then you help somebody else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We oftentimes don't do that because society in the culture that we live in has taught us to do do things for everybody else before you but how how is it possible for a millionaire to teach someone else how to be a millionaire if they've never been a millionaire before <laughs> talk you know talk king yeah so I, 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 I don't i don't understand that you've got to put yourself in a prime position yeah. to then teach everybody else that comes behind you you know, Miles Monroe said this. He said that behind every follower, right, inside every follower is a born leader. Mm. Inside every follower is a born leader. So overcoming this adversity, I prioritize self, meaning I get up in the morning and I, I do I do that thing that they say in Matthew, you know, six. All right. Seek, Seek ye first. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Seek ye first. Wow. We're not talking about a place. We're not talking about, oh, I can go hop on and go seek the kingdom of heaven and everything, and I'm going to go fly over to sea and go do that. No, 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 no. Seek ye first, because it's already inside you. Mm. What is that thing, right? So when I talk about self, I talk about when you talked about earlier, going vertical, yeah. right? We got to go vertical. So self in- includes me getting up in the morning, making sure that I get my mind right, have my conversation with God. Or as a matter of fact, maybe I'm not having the conversation. Maybe he's having the conversation with me. Come on, maybe keep, I'm not keep. maybe maybe I'm not saying anything at all because oftentimes we don't get the word from God because we don't know how to shut up. We don't get the word from God because we don't know how to be quiet. We Man, don't get speak. the word. We don't get we don't get the word or whatever because we saying God I want, God I need, God I gotta have, God this, God that. Yeah, but you're not allowing Him to speak to you in order to give you what you need. Amen. So, so to answer your question, how do I fight this adversity? You know. It's it's all about understanding my my true purpose in life. It's understanding who I am in life. It's understanding that I got priorities in life, and in overcoming that that adversity is going to help somebody else. I want to be able to exemplify that. And with Christian and my son and my family, we've been able to do that every day. My son beat cancer in 149 days, bro. Come on, come on, man. 100, 149 days. You want to talk about adversity? You know what I'm saying? They said that my son was going to be battling cancer for over 300 days. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about almost a year. Said, nah, we're going to change the mind so we can change the game. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, I dance with him every single day, bro. Every day. Well, not every day, but like every other day we was getting a dance routine in. We was making yeah. sure that we that we stay locked in, keeping that positive, that positive atmosphere going. Now, let me give you all this real quick. You want to talk about adversity. It matters what you put, what you put inside you. It matters mm-hmm. what you see. You see the adversity that you that you want that you gonna face in life, right? Is gonna be a test, right? See, see, storms come, right? 
Storms come to test what? The foundation. Yeah. Storms come to test the foundation. That's their one assignment. They come to test the foundation. Here's what we got to understand about the adversity that we're going to face. Either you're going to have your foundation built on rock or you're going to have it built on sand, right? Most people got their house built on sand because it's the easy way to go, right? Mm -hmm. It's hard to build on, on top of a rock. It's hard to build on top of a mountain. It's mm -hmm. hard to build on top of all of that stuff, right? So what I want y'all to get right, is that when we face this type of adversity, when we face these storms that come inside of our life, you got to focus on what's in you, right, already. Michael Pitt said this. He said, lyrics affect the mind, rhythm affects the will, and the melody affects the emotions. Show me what a person is listening to, and I'll show you their lifestyle. Come on, King. So, what are we listening to? What are we putting inside of us? What are we receiving? What are we accepting? Are you accepting someone, you know, calling you something that's a limiting belief on them and they're trying to put it on you? Yeah. Or are you, are you going to accept what God created you to be in the first place? And when you accept that, you understand the adversity that there may come with it, yeah. but you are already equipped and you have a firm foundation. Man, listen, listen, bro. You dropped so many jewels. Like, I, mm -hmm. hey, listen, I know y'all getting value from this. I don't even have to say if. Since <laughs> you're getting value from this, this yeah. is the time to hit that subscribe if you haven't. Come on already. now, y'all better do that. Y'all better hit do that. Hit that notification, that like. <laughs> hey, type a comment, man, and let us know what you got from this, right? Go ahead, type mm -hmm. that comment. But look, right quick, Kenneth, this is what I want you to do. Let them know where they can tap in with you right now, where they can see the proof because you got the evidence. It's out there. Absolutely. Let them yeah, know the I, social media handles. Let them know yeah. the website. Let them know wherever they got to go to tap in with you. Go, bro. Absolutely. Listen, you guys can follow me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Kenneth Allen Thomas. Uh, we got somewhere close to 300,000 followers on all social media platforms. Yeah. Um, you can go to www kennethallenthomas.com and here's what I would suggest for you guys there's a free gift when you go to my website it's called make the next move the best move okay how to lead through a storm all right now uh I also want to give you all this really quick I got a new book that's coming out at the end of August 2022 let's okay? go it's called nobody's coming to save you how to lead through a storm nobody's coming to save you and I want to be clear on this because I know the Christians will come on here and be like, well, Jesus is coming back. Yes, <laughs> Jesus is coming back. Yes, God is there. What yeah. I'm talking about, there's no physical being coming to save you. It's no, and there's a dash in the middle, body. And I separated it for a reason because the body is a physical thing. Mm. Nobody's coming to save you, okay? At the end of the day, you're going to have to do the work. Yes, sir. You're going to have to do the work. Yes, sir. And the teacher not going to take a test for you. Period. Come on, come you know on, come on. So, they can so give you all the out. tools. They give you all the tools, but ain't nobody going to do it for you. So nobody's coming to save you how to lead through a storm. It's coming out, uh, you know, next month, uh, August. So it's going to be awesome. Awesome book that people are going to be able to use. Um, it's a tool, but yeah. you got to do the work. Got to do the work. I love it, bro. I can't wait. I'm here for it. You understand yes, me? Sir. Already. I know the evidence. I've seen it, bro. You know what yes, I mean? I've yes. experienced it with you. So yeah, I'm this testimonials, Yeah, this testimonial is all online. This testimonial is from yeah. a lot of my clients and people like that. You guys can go on my YouTube page. You know, I'm posting knowledge, wisdom, all of that stuff. Good time. I'm all about faith, family, and leadership. So you're going to see dancing. You're going to see some motivation. You're going to see leadership. You're going to see all of that. Grateful for you, King. Look, this yes, my sir. brother from another mother, man. You know what I'm saying? Like from day one, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. We linked 
and it's just been mutual respect. It was that attraction, bro. We just yeah, had that. Yeah, yeah. We, we ain't got that. nothing to do with it, bro. It just yeah. happened to us or happened for us. You know what I'm <laughs> yes. saying? Yeah. So look, let me ask you this, right? We done inspired somebody, Ken. We done, we, we, we done got somebody attention, right? They heard your story. They even heard my story that I didn't even mean to tell them. <laughs> you right. understand me? That's right. And now they want to know what this purpose feel like. They want to step in that purpose. So in about 30 to 60 seconds, right? I need you to let them know, right? Because they feel like they don't have a support system. They feel like they're not as uh, spiritually inclined as you and I may be. They feel like they may not have a support system. They may not know how to get that vertical communication, right? Mm -hmm. What would you say to that person who wants to step out on purpose and place Mm -hmm. that purpose over pointless excuses, right? Mm -hmm. What would you say to them, but they just may be stuck in some area of their life? 30 to 60 seconds, give them what you got, King. Here we go. What, What is the one thing that makes you angry? What is the one thing that upsets you the most in the world? What is the one thing that you just can't stand? Maybe that is the thing that you're called to fix, right? Mm. So when we, when, we, when we look at me, like, I think that, you know, leadership is something that, that I'm, I'm truly into. Personal development is something that I'm into. Leadership has been a, a huge thing where I think that there's poor leadership in certain parts of the country. I personally do. I think this, and it's not just politically, it's, it's inside the community as well, too. So therefore, what I tend to do is I'm going to go out and I'm going to do my due diligence to make to make a difference in that particular form. And from there, everything started to to then be built. Right. Again, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Right. So seek the thing that you dislike the most. What is the one thing that you want to fix in the world? The thing that you want to fix in the world more than likely is your purpose that you should be following and passion that you should just go with. Come on, man. Look, I couldn't have said it better myself. Look, y'all already know that's your big bro. Kenneth Allen Thomas, a.k.a. Kenny Clutch, a.k.a. The Dancing Dad, you know what I mean? A.k.a. My bro from another mother, you know what I mean? Y'all already know me. I'm your big bro. I see y'all next week. It's DeMont Pope, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses. Yeah!